Hey everyone and welcome to our Thursday edition of the Scouting Report. Time to jump back out to the outside where everyone seems to be grabbing pass catchers higher and higher in the draft. Is it the right strategy to build a franchise? Well, I guess that is a philosophical question, but either way, Xavier Hutchinson will be part of the draft class of wide receivers this year, so today we'll talk about him. Before we jump in, as always, make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast wherever you listen. We want to see this podcast jump up the charts. Not many places you will be able to hear a scouting report on players that was just last year on the road getting draft reports for a team. As part of five draft classes in Atlanta... I was, uh, you know, in those rooms every year. This podcast will continue to provide insight unlike anything else you hear out there. So let's continue to get out there and let people know. Make sure you tune in next week for our Wednesday special where we have on John Pont. John has served in numerous roles from coaching to recruiting and now is in strength and conditioning. There will without a doubt be something for everyone in the podcast. So, Back to the sexy position of the day, wide receiver. And today we're going to cover Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver out of Iowa State. So, who is Xavier? Well, a junior college transfer to Iowa State out of Blinn, spent two seasons there in Juco and now in his third season in Ames. So why Blinn? Well, call it a late bloomer or academic underachiever. Uh, Xavier was a very good high school basketball player who thought that that was where his future was going to be. Late in his high school career, playing alongside eventual Auburn commit Joey Gatewood, Hutchinson decided to, you know, kind of transition more from basketball to football. Uh, But through the process, his grades did not quite allow him to fill the plethora of opportunities that uh, were knocking on the door. So he decided to go ahead, jump to the well-known Blinn Community College, Junior College. Uh, For those that know JUCOs, Blinn has turned out a number of very successful players. So two solid, not great, but good years there at Blinn. And Xavier was a three-star recruit, had a number of prominent offers. Uh, Oklahoma came in late, Illinois, Arizona State as well. Utah was in the mix. He also took an official visit to Nebraska, uh, but ultimately decided to head to Ames and join Coach Campbell. Once on campus in 2020, he took no time getting noticed across the country, became a 12-game starter, and also led the team in both receptions and receiving yards. Continued with much of the same in 2021, led the entire Big 12 with 83 receptions, also set an Iowa State single-season record. So, after uh, using 2020 as a COVID redshirt year, has already played four years, he decided to maximize that draft value, play one more year has continued to put up big numbers into 2022. 50 receptions through his first five games this year has averaged over 100 yards a game. With the total profile numbers he is putting up, there's going to be little question scouts have eyes all over him as wide receiver becomes more and more of a hot position to draft. On the hoof, you're looking at about 6'2", you know, between 205, 210, I think he's going to run right around that 4-5-0. Again, you look at all three of those numbers, good, not great, nothing really sticks out, but all, you know, solid numbers. You're looking at 31 and a quarter arm length, good numbers, 9 and 8 hand. Again, nothing sticks out here, nothing too far out of the ordinary. Uh, The height will maybe put him on slightly of the upper end of wide receivers as far as the full bell curve goes, but that weight and speed, uh, they're going to be spots where teams are satisfied. Again, nothing nothing to throw up there and, you know, knock on the table for. But again, it's not going to keep him off boards either. 
overall pretty clean profile um, so what about the tape that's always a question right well let's first look at his strengths first strength quickness of his release again that's where this player really stands out shows the ability to double up at the line of scrimmage does have a good shoulder through as well both at the line of scrimmage and when down the field for some physical kind of squat type defenders you think cover two guys that are waiting to make contact and does a good job staying clean through those smooth in his gait he's got good twitch and quickness again just has the bend footwork to stay clean when defenders are up on the hip and that's where he really does well you don't see this guy getting knocked off his path a whole lot Another strength is his hands. Always good when the hands are a strength for wide receivers. Again, it's the number one job of a wide receiver. Catch the ball when it's thrown to you. Natural catching, plucking the ball. Will body catch when it's appropriate? That's always something to talk about. Uh, when it's time to body catch, when it's time to go and extend with the hands, he does both well, knows when to, both, uh, when to do each. Um, he'll basket, overhand catch, catch on the run, attacks the ball, shows the ability to get it when it's contested. So two things really stand out, obviously two traits you want in a wide receiver. On the weaknesses side, again, it's hard to poke holes in this guy other than there's just nothing special. This is a guy that's going to do a lot of things at a good level, uh, may not have a special trait through the process. Again, I think this guy you know, is going to run good numbers in everything he does. Height, weight, speed. Again, we've checked the boxes there. You talk about the 40 time, a short shuttle, a three cone. He's going to look good in drills. He's going to look good doing everything. Again, it's all going to be good. I don't, I don't know if there's going to be much very good to this player. I don't know if there's any excellent to this player, but the guy just goes out and plays. Um, again, if it's a weakness, if it's a strength, he's not going to jump on in, out on any analytical reports other than his production. So, again, if you call it a weakness, nothing special. I don't know. Maybe hard-pressed to even call that a weakness. So, what else do we see on film? Primarily an X receiver on the outside, though he does work as a Z and in the slot at times. They move him around a little bit, dictate some matchups, uh, try to diagnose the defense from time to time. Also has a few snaps from the backfield. You see him move back there again, try to dictate some matchups, get him in some space, do those kinds of things. A good athlete, again, you'll hear a lot of good with this player. Good releases, acceleration from the line of scrimmage. Got good overall speed. Uh, you see in his downfield game on some of the elongated routes as well. Good ability to snap down and burst from his breaks to create separation. Again, his body control, how smooth he is. That's where he, you know, he does have a, maybe maybe a very good there and his ability to create short area separation. In the screen game, he's a sufficient wiggle guy. He gets what is there and what he needs to. Uh, could be a little more patient at times, allowing blockers to get to their assignments he wants to get going. He's going to get positive yardage. He isn't going to make mistakes going backwards. Again, this isn't a guy that's necessarily got a ton of wiggle that's going to get out there and just make a bunch of people miss, but he knows what yardage to get just productive for the offense again you you know you swing it out there to him um rpo game again he's gonna be a four or five he just becomes part of your run game there good hands and routes he both snatches the ball body catches as well does what's needed based on the ball placement we talked about that already good short and intermediate route runner good awareness of leverage does well to set up defenders that way he can break them off with his footwork and with his burst from his breaks not the primary read on a lot of plays, which I was, you know, found surprising. You get a lot of quick game to him. They find him in must-have situations when he's isolated one-on-one. -on -one. But there's times where uh, this guy is very much a decoy. He does get uh, extra defenders to him. Safeties have their eyes on him. It does open up other players. But again, there's a lot of times where you're kind of wondering why this guy is not the primary read in that offense all the time. Either way, Coach Campbell knows what he's doing. I'm not going to question that. They're having success with it, so we'll see what 
happens throughout the rest of the year. As a blocker, he is also an aggressive blocker, something that I really like that stands out from the moment you put film on. He attacks defenders, attacks blocks, looks to sustain, looks to move guys a little bit. He's not just stalking and standing and trying to seal lanes. He will try to push defenders back at time. Again, the blocking jumps out of film a little bit for me for a guy that, you know, with a basketball background, uh, maybe not the most physically imposing at just 205 pounds, but a guy that gets after his blocker. So, who are my player comparisons? The first one was an easy one. It was a guy that I've done a lot of work on the last couple years. That's David Bell, a third-round pick out of Purdue uh, of the Browns. So David was super productive at Purdue, uh, caught everything thrown his way, but again, kind of like Xavier, lacks any special trait. All David did was get open and catch everything thrown his way. Again, kind of the same story for Xavier. Uh, you go deeper, read through the basketball background, uh, it makes even more sense that they're similar type of players. Um, again, David went in the third round to the Browns, uh, has started to get a little bit more production. If you throw the ball his way, he's going to bring it in. I see a lot of the same, same thing with Xavier. After that, you start going through any number of possession type number two or three receivers in the NFL. Uh, a couple names that came to my mind, Randall Cobb, obviously a guy past his prime, but still operates in a similar way for Aaron Rodgers. And I think Randall Cobb was a second round pick. Um, Tyler Lockett was another one. Third round pick, uh, also a very dangerous returnee. Returner, maybe a little bit better speed than Xavier. Both these guys, top returnability coming out of college. That's something that Xavier has not shown. But in terms of their fit and offense, ability to be a starter in the NFL, um, you know, in terms of not having maybe special traits, but being good across the board, good, reliable starting wide receivers, these guys all fit in the same box in that area. So, where do I ultimately see this player in the NFL? Well, you might start to see where I'm going with my player comparisons. And if you guessed a third round pick, well, you'd be right. If Xavier had return ability, you may start to slide him up to the second round. But at this point, I think this is firmly a third round wide receiver. The catching skills he's have, he has, ability to get open, he's got the height, weight, speed to be a consistent starter as the number three wide receiver. You know, in a pinch, you have need him to slide into a number two spot, becomes a number two in the offense. You know, that's where he's going to be. That is a starting wide receiver. Again, 11 personnel in the NFL is the name of the game. That's going to be three wide receivers on the field. This guy is part of that group. I do expect he will get his name called on Friday night in 2023 and continue to do what he is doing in Ames, and that is just to catch passes. So, good luck the rest of the season for Xavier and all the Cyclones, and that does it. Don't forget, next week we will have our Wednesday special with John Pont, more audio reports, and whatever you ask for. Head over now to Twitter, at RightStepADV, and let me know what you thought of Xavier, and whenever you watch ball, always remember to keep scouting.